Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome in, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for taking some time to spend here with us today. It would seem over the past month or so, I have hit the subject of tithing and giving on multiple episodes. But for some reason, God keeps pulling me back here. I actually had a completely different idea for this week, and then boom, He completely rerouted me here to this as he gave me an example to use from something that happened recently, as well as the perfect verse for today. I know that it is always better to follow his lead rather than taking my own. So I am confident that this is going to speak to somebody's heart today. Somebody needs this message about giving. I don't know if it's just a reluctance or a hesitation or something, but we're going to break down some walls today. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Abundant Living Through Abundant Giving. I know that we have all heard the old adage, it's better to give than it is to receive. Anyone else remember eye rolling when a parent used to throw that line out around birthday and holiday time? I certainly do, but I didn't realize at the time when I was young how true this statement is. I wonder how many people out there actually know that this line couldn't be more true because it is spoken right from the mouth of Jesus, the ultimate teller of truth. In the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 35, the Apostle Paul is recounting some of Jesus's words. And Paul starts off by saying, and I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. Then he reminds us and he says, you should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. Here we go. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Wise words. So let's spend some time today talking about how you can become a blessing machine. All right. So let's think of this term blessing machine. I heard it the other day and it kind of just tweaked my thinking because I got thinking about a machine. What is a machine? Well, one thing that comes to mind when I hear the word machine is automaticity. 
right? I think of machines doing tasks automatically, routinely, and without delay. Machines make challenging work easy, and they tend to do the same thing over and over again, consistently and repetitively. So if I were to challenge you today to become a blessing machine, well, then my sister, you would become someone who gives and blesses others automatically, who is routinely generous and does so without overthinking, hesitation, or delay. I am actually going to challenge you to do this today because I think that thinking of yourself as this blessing machine is going to bring about so much contentment and gratitude because it's going to be this mindset shift that we're going to talk about today. And we all know that mindset shifts just bump that mental health right through the roof, right? And wouldn't that be a blessing for all of us? So we're going to think about what it looks like to give rather than receive or to be more focused on giving rather than receiving. And I just know it's going to bring about more gratitude and more contentment with how we are living today. All right, so here's the deal. Right now, I want you to picture someone you know who is super stingy, like the person who always says no whenever a cashier asks if they'd like to donate to a cause at the cash register, the person who avoids eye contact with the old man sitting at the Salvation Army kettle, the person who shuts the door on the kid canvassing the street for a cause or a sport or a activity that they're in the person who tips the bare minimum or not at all and never goes out of their way to support causes or charities or churches or fundraisers. Do you know anyone like that? I can certainly picture a few people I know who are just like that. Now, let me ask you something. Do those people seem happy to you? Do they radiate joy? Do they seem abundantly grateful? Do they smile and look like they are having a great time today living life to the full. Heck no. For the most part, the people I'm talking about look crusty and crotchety, sour and miserable. Their zest for life meter is way low. And chances are, even though they are being super stingy, they are likely the first ones you hear complaining about how little they have, how everything is going wrong for them, how their health is fading, They have another ache and pain here, another problem there. And quite honestly, I bet you wouldn't want to spend more than five minutes with that person. They certainly aren't sharing the love, blessings, and abundant joy that Jesus offers to them. Okay, now I want you to think of the most generous person you know, the person who always says yes when someone needs a hand, the person who goes out of their way to help those in need, the person who tips generously, gives more than is asked, and supports causes and charities in their community and beyond. They are ridiculously generous. They are outrageously supportive. And I'm guessing you can picture someone like that as well. And I bet that we all have a mental image of the same type of person right now, because I can describe them to you. 
whether they are young or old, they likely emit this glow of goodness to the world around them. They likely have great big smiles and are always contagiously laughing and up and just seeming so happy to be alive. They likely have a natural ability to draw people towards them. Somehow, people seem to be so attracted to their personality, to their, their aura that they put out. They have a sense of humor and a general zeal for life. I don't know who you are picturing right now, but I guess that you would much rather spend time with with that person you're picturing than the first person you were picturing. Why is that? Because Jesus is correct. It's better to give than to receive. And abundant living is brought about through abundant giving. Giving is contagious. It's attractive. And it's a trait that you too can possess. When you are a giver rather than a taker, a miser, a hoarder of what you have, you are not just giving from your heart. You are actually giving so much more. You're giving positivity and love and joy to those around you as well. Last week, a couple girls who live on our lake came around to canvas for our annual summer regatta. This is an event that takes place each summer on our lake, and it has been happening for 74 years now. It's a day of fun on the August long weekend for kids of all ages. There's lawn races, swim races, a boat parade, craft competitions, barbecue, you name it. But the event raises money each summer to provide prizes and to cover various other expenses for the day so that residents can continue to enjoy this tradition for years to come. So when my sister and I were little, we were some of those kids who went from cottage to cottage handing out regatta schedules and collecting donation. So long story short, when these girls came around, I had my cash ready. I wanted to support the cause. I handed them the donation. And as I mentioned before, my eight-year-old niece is visiting me from Alberta. And after the girls left, I'd shut the door. We said goodbye. She looked up at me a little disheartened. And from her hand, she showed me a $20 bill that she had gone into her room and taken from her own money and wanted to know if I could open the door, call the girls back because she wanted to donate as well. And I said, honey, I already gave some money for the regatta. Are you sure you want to use your money to add more? And she was insistent. She didn't think twice. She wanted to support the cause as well. So we opened the door, called them back, and she got to have her own satisfaction that comes from being a blessing machine. It was such a proud auntie moment for me. She's only eight. So $20 is no small donation for her to give. And in that moment, I saw a ridiculously generous heart. I saw a blessing machine in real life. So do blessing machines just give out money? Absolutely not. A blessing machine is designed to serve others in a way that honors Jesus. While we as Christians are absolutely called to love God first and foremost, we definitely cannot forget about loving others as well and serving and supporting others. We are called to use our new life in Christ to be a blessing to others, paralleling the blessings that Christ brings to our life as well. Our finances, our time, 
our talents, all of it can be used to not only honor God, but to become a blessing machine, routinely and automatically consistently serving those around us and those in other parts of the globe as well. Jesus said that when we use the life that he has blessed us with to help others, then we end up being even more blessed. Remember, a couple weeks ago, I said that in the translations of the word blessing, we often see it as happy. And wouldn't you agree that we could all use a little more happy in our life? The ironic thing is that how many times have we been convinced that the more stuff we have, the happier we will be? The more leisure time we have, the happier we will be. The more uppity up and affluent we are, the happier we will be. Those same things are what the enemy tells us will make us happier, but they're actually the things that are holding us back from truly being blessed. If we are always focusing on ourselves and our needs, then we totally miss the boat on opportunities to notice where others need our blessings. When we focus on being a blessing machine, on giving more than receiving, then the chains are finally broken. We step into this new place of abundant living through abundant giving. What if we made a goal to simply see how many people we could bless today? Maybe it starts with offering a couple compliments or making coffee for your spouse, sending an encouraging message to a friend who is going through a tough time. Maybe you could offer to drive your kid's friend to their activity tonight just to give their mom a night off from driving or donate to a cause or project that you're passionate about. Maybe you could step out of your comfort zone sometime in the next day or week or month to volunteer for a cause that you know could use some extra help. What if you popped in to see a aging relative whose face would light up by having a surprise visit from you. The tasks and the opportunities can be quite simple. Blessings don't have to be super complex or super expensive or super pre-planned. They can be very spur of the moment. It's just asking God to provide you with the opportunities to see where the blessings need to be given. You know, if you even drive through town, let's say I, I've done this before, driven through town and just as I'm driving, praying for God to show me today where I can be a blessing. And you know what? There are always opportunities to be a blessing and he will point those out. Our job then is to decide, are we going to be faithful and obedient and serve in the way that he offers? The possibilities are endless, and the abundant joy you will find in these simple acts will be endless as well. Jesus was absolutely right when he said that giving is better than receiving, but what he blesses us with through that advice is the promise of blessing over us when we give. Happiness, joy, vibrancy, love, gratitude, and a life that feels so meaningful comes when you open your hands to share what he has blessed you with. Then, my friend, you will truly feel what abundant living feels like. Blessing Machine is the title I want you to give yourself today. Now, how are you going to go about blessing others around you? 
So let's pray over this, my sister. Let's ask God to give us the opportunity to see the needs around us, to be creative with how we can bless others, how we can use our resources, time, and talents to to be a blessing to others and to serve. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being so generous with us. You are constantly and consistently blessing us in so many ways beyond what we can imagine. Lord, your your patience with us, your guidance, your provision, all of it, it far exceeds what we deserve. And Lord, we want to look to you today as our example, our model on how we can serve those around us as well. Please use us today as your hands and feet to be a true blessing in someone's life we know, as we said, you have just blessed us beyond measure. And we want to be that blessing to somebody else to shine your light on someone who needs it. Lord, we ask that you open our eyes to the needs around us to keep us free of distractions that the enemy might be throwing our way to avoid us from seeing what are the needs around us. And Lord, help us to just keep this blessing machine mentality in our minds where we are automatically, consistently, routinely looking for ways to serve others without overthinking and hesitating and questioning and delaying. We know that those are tricks from the enemy that he's getting, giving to us to attempt to make us not see the needs around us. So we know it's such a simple concept, but We want to experience that abundant living through our abundant giving. And Lord, help us to just do these things naturally, to not do them to seek, you know, accolades or attention from other people. We know that you encourage us to give in a way that doesn't draw attention to our giving, that it just simply draws attention to you through it. So help us to be mindful of that as well, that we're not doing this for any other reason than to be truly generous with what you've provided us with that we can share with others. Lord, we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friend, if you're listening on schedule, we are in the last couple weeks now of July. Summer is just blowing by. But you know what? When you use it intentionally, when you think of your time intentionally and you're careful with it and you're in the moment present, I'm telling you, it is going to just slow your day down a little bit so you can really be enjoying it, not looking back after the long weekend in September thinking, whoa, what happened for the past two months? Let's enjoy it. I want you to go out, live today like the gift it is. I want you to be abundantly generous so that you can live abundantly today. I'm wishing you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 